Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by HipstersOfTheCoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at Patreon.com slash Leaving a Legacy. Magic is power. My name is Patrick. I'm your legacy newbie. With me this week, as always, Mr. Jerry Me. What's up, Jerry? Not much, Pat. How are you doing? Dude, I am doing great. Uh, Again. This... Yeah, well, so <laughs> so we we have a great guest on this week, uh, but uh, our recording last night was unfortunately lost. Uh, the internet ate it on us, so Somebody cast we are more back. Wrong. Yeah, we are, we are back, and we're, gonna, and we're saying, you know what? The people want to hear this episode. They got to hear this episode. We have a great guest. Wait, who wants to hear so this? We're, we're gonna we're gonna do it live, and we're gonna do it again. And we're back for recording. You know, trying to capture the match because I feel like we had a really great like uh, interaction last night, and we're gonna try to recapture the magic if possible. This is not this is not the greatest podcast episode in the world. This is just a tribute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jack Black. <laughs> Uh, it's true it's true and let's get right to the chase we have uh coming to the cast for the first time mr das beach (laughs) (laughs) formerly known you know what story you didn't get yesterday what is how my name became the biscuit jesus Oh, that is a good yeah. Because you you had said you dropped your Twitter handle at the end of the episode. Yeah, I I used to have a different one. Okay, and then I'm gonna bring up this cheesy joke yesterday, Jerry. You've got that bucket of water next to you, right? I do. We we have a bucket of water for all the name drops. drops. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But I used to have a a different name that I guess I won't say. But BDM was like, you 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 can't have that. Like, no, you can't. (laughs) And then we ended up talking about Waffle House. And they were like, who who the fuck goes to Waffle House? And I was like, I do. And I get two egg and cheese biscuits every time. And the cook, Ian, who's a gamer, always shouts, it's Biscuit Jesus. And then they're like, that's your name. So the Waffle House cook, Ian. Sh- shout out to Ian, who makes the best egg and cheese biscuit ever. Um, he made the biscuit. Uh, excellent. Tangent. For our, for our listeners who don't know, Das Beach. Disco Biscuit. Uh, he goes by many names. I'm a jam Disco band now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Disco Jesus. Uh, anyways, uh, so you do all of the like uh, technical work for Wizards, right? Not all of all it. The... <laughs> Not all of it. Okay, I'm sorry. I do a lot but and I've been involved. You do a lot. You basically have the, uh, the 15-year-old me's dream job of you just get to travel the world every weekend going to all the GPs and Magic Fests and just watching Magic all day doing the, uh, the production work. Wait, you grew up and don't want to still do that? Uh, true, you're right. Like it's what it's what thirty year old me still wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 pretty epic. I um, I'm sure everybody misses a lot of things right now, but yeah, traveling and doing random things around the world with I'm gonna call out Corbin because he's usually there wherever I am. Uh, I kind of miss all those people. Yeah, yeah. Is he able? To, is he always able to find the closest Buffalo Wild Wings just by scent alone? Oh yeah, absolutely. And the worst is he will eat it in the bed and just get the wing sauce all over the comforter. <laughs> so, he's like just sitting so, there. I'm like, dude, are you uh, gonna, like, he's like, I'm writing an article. Like, <laughs> just using the comforter as a napkin. Yeah, like, just like last MacBook break from getting buffalo sauce in the keyboard. Oh, no. <laughs> We're starting uh, that, that rumor. That's. That uh, that's what I miss most actually is traveling to GPs and staying in the hotels and the Airbnbs with people and getting yeah. those stories. Well, oh, we, yeah. I mean, uh, we we've had we Jerry and I have gotten to travel to quite a few GPs uh, together, and we always go with a cadre of just great people that we know. Or sometimes we like we room with people that we 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 know like online, but we meet up with them for the first time at the events, and it's like. Or, or the famous, the friend of a friend of a friend, where it's yes. like, this guy could be really cool, or yes. he could shank me in my sleep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Depends what you're into. We get, we get to meet, like, some of the best, some of the best people. Uh, 
like GP Niagara is the first one that comes to mind that because that was like that sets the bar for how much fun I've had at an event. But like we've you know we've been out to well you didn't come to Vegas right Jerry? Uh, no, I did yeah. not. But Vegas Vegas was a good was time. the best. We've just done a we've done a, a fucking bunch of stuff. Columbus was great in 2016. Like. Uh yeah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. I've never seen a magic player go strapped to a GP, but it was fucking great. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Like with power nine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yes, it was there was definitely a nine involved for sure. <laughs> Sick. We're almost uh, gonna talk about magic today. <laughs> almost. Uh this so... is where Didgeridoo came up, but we're not doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um uh, so what uh what's life been like with quarantine man what have you been up to now i mean is wizard still doing events they're still doing like digital uh events um yeah so the era of the arena zoomers um is basically how us paper boomers must assimilate i'm just kidding <laughs> i remember sorry the paper boomer thing but yeah so i did a couple events with cfb that was doing i guess the weekly things uh, that fed into the finals, and then we did the grand finals a few weeks ago, and then just did the Mythic Invitational, uh, doing those remotely. So doing those large broadcasts, not on site, has been interesting. Yeah, so you're just doing all this technical work. Uh, people are probably laying into you on uh, <laughs> on Twitter because the feed is lagging. I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's. It's interesting, like, that's, so, this year has sucked. <laughs> like, yeah, you it, can't get around just, it. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite things is, I mean, if it wasn't for forcing to evolve, we'd still be amoebas. So, you know, people kind of tend to become themselves the most in those weird times where it's like you kind of have to adapt and you have to figure out, like, what you want and who you are. And, like, that's really tested everybody this year, and I think it's been awesome. In a way, I'm not saying it wasn't hard, but it's, like, you know, for me, for example, I got back into music a lot more. I've been starting to get into video editing, which I didn't do. I started doing card magic a lot more. And all these, like, little non-traditionally meditative things that have been fantastic for me. So, you know, if that's deck building for you, you know, so be it. But that's uh that's true i mean that's something we talked about last night that in this time you really just have to find your meditation style and it doesn't have to be the traditional you know ohm find the center of the universe while meditating under a waterfall you know just for a lot of people shuffling decks is meditation you know playing an instrument is meditation just ways that you can just kind of disconnect from the world and just focus on some one task and just forget about everything else for a while oh absolutely now Uh, have you been shuffling so you could uh, be playing because you guys played in what the uh, the nineties? Yeah, we did. We had, yeah uh, over the uh, last last week it was we did the nineties MTG stream, which was which was awesome. Uh, we we had, we went kind of like more in depth into it last night when we recorded, but uh, we yeah we sort of skimmed over it uh, in this. Episode. What, what did yeah, Jerry we, play? Uh, so obviously, like Jerry Jerry played uh, uh, Death and Taxes because that's the deck that he's known for. <laughs> his uh no, so I played the first. I was two. I was actually using a Thalia playmat at the event. <laughs> I, I played the first two rounds, um, and I play. I was playing. Obviously, I was playing blue red Delver, um, and I played against Oko. Uh, the first like uh, the snow control in the first round. Are there any against... recently standard cards that are good in that deck? Uh, I was surprised. Uh, Ar- Arcanist. Arcanist is Arcanist is good. He's good. Dreed Horde Arcanist. Yep, he's pretty pretty decent. I saw the new Snapcaster Mage for the stack. It's like one in a blue when it comes into play. Like Stormcaller Mage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, st- yeah. Something like that. Um. Yeah. So I actually played against that card in round two, uh, because Phil was playing this crazy uh, Bolas's Citadel Storm Doomsday Storm deck, which is pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and Let's was, pause was and playing- talk about that. <laughs> See, was it Seagate Stormcaller? Is that what it was? I think that's what it was called. Seagate Stormcaller. Can we also set the stage that this was the New York versus Boston Legacy Grudge yeah, match? Yeah, not framed by us, by the way, but framed by the nineties. Nineties yeah. invited us on, and then they're like, "Boston versus New York." Yeah, like, yeah. Right, Boston, right. yeah. Guess it's game on. Then I was, like, I was like, "Guys, I haven't played Magic in eight months, like at all." <laughs> wait, wait. But, 
I still take mana burn, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it was. Like, we were playing, and I hadn't played Paper Magic in so long that I, I started my mulligans and resolved the original mulligans. Because I'm just so used to Magic Online. Like, just pre-Paris? Or yeah, like, no, no, not post, like OGO. Post-London. Post yes. Um, so... Yeah, it was like it was definitely shaking the rust off. I was saying I felt like I had Carpal's Tunnel by the end of the night because my my shuffling muscles are weak. I have not Carpal's Tunnels. (laughs) Yeah, Carpal's some. I got the hand jiggles again. (laughs) Got got them hand jiggles. Yeah, it was. uh, It was, and also like I, I, like I'm so out of practice with the deck. Did you bend your soul ring? Yeah. I asked my buddy Ian, I asked Ian, I was like, hey, I want a spicy one-up for this deck. What do I play? And I, I gave him a couple options, and he chose he chose the one I choose, chose to play, which was Risk Factor. And then I had to look it up while we're streaming, because I drew it in my first game playing that night, and I completely forgot what it does. Japanese or, like, promo <laughs> foil something. <laughs> I had to like, look it. Well, because all my stuff is all Japanese, I had to look it up, and I'm like, hold on. Hold on, let me just see what this card that's it, that I definitely registered in this deck does. Uh, but it was, it was, I mean, we had a good time. So I split my first Wait, are two you rounds. Sure it's the deck you registered. Uh, well, yeah. So <laughs> there was that too, where I accidentally registered a deck for 2019, uh, because I did not save it on Carbo live when I, when I submitted it. So like an idiot, uh, the, the first game when I cast uh risk factor, uh, Chris was trying to look it up. He, Chris, who was, who was hosting it, was trying to look it up in my deck list. He's like, uh, I don't see this card anywhere in here. And between, <laughs> between, match, between rounds, he's like, hey, Pat, uh, d- can you just check your deck list on Carbo Live? Make sure it's the right one. I'm like, oh, no. This is definitely one that I submitted for an event like a year, like over a year ago now. So. <laughs> Did you grow up with Mike Long? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we fixed that. But uh, yeah, so I, I won round one, lost round two, and then... You know, I've been working crazy hours the last few weeks, and can, but I, can I just up- say be- <clears throat> before we move on too much is I had never seen Risk Factor before. Um, I didn't know that card existed, and now Choose I just want to make a a Risk Factor brow beater deck, <laughs> where <it> just like <laughs> Risk it. Factor brow beater, Snapcaster Mage, everything's going to cost a million mana, but I'm going to give my opponent so many choices. Diplomacy, or Risk I guess Factor you look at the top three, and then they take three or let you draw it. And then Vexing Devil, which is the one red for a 4-3 where your opponent has to either let it come into play or pay for life. Oh. Risk Factor is not that. Ex- it's only three mana. It's it's pretty castable. It's a- I, I'm thinking I kind of want to brew like a blue-red uh, Soul Lands deck with Brow Beats and Risk, risk Factors and Vexing Devils and Snapcaster Mages. Hey, speaking of... Speaking of uh, uh, Soul Ring, did they just make another Soul Ring, or is that was no, I just that's, getting trolled? That you're getting trolled. Pat. Okay, that's that's a big that's a big bang theory. Oh, okay, uh, okay. It was just in response. All right, I guess are we going to talk about our the grind the gears? Well, <laughs> right well the hold on. Here? So I just want to say I was enjoying watching the the rounds three and four that Jerry was playing in the event. That I stayed up way past my bedtime, like because I've been work I've been working crazy hours. So I try to get to bed by like nine nine thirty most nights. And I stayed up, Jerry, to watch you two o the New York guys, and I was very happy. I enjoyed I mean, it when, immensely. When when they made it a uh, a bragging rights competition, I had to bring the A game. Yeah. And namely by that I mean playing around Caracas by having <laughs> two red sources. <laughs> insane so plays. Insane plays. Hey, when you're good, you're good. Uh, <laughs> I did seen... sorry. Sean O'Brien Caracas. No. Which I don't know if he intentionally did this or if it somehow got near his banking statement. But his bank statement like bled onto his Caracas. So it's like bank account, it's like one zero 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 zero. You're like great job. You're you're really showing off with this Caracas. Power move. It's so awesome. I think we need to go back to a meta from like what was it like 2014 when everyone ran Caracas in every deck, no matter what. I ran it in mud. Yeah, it was so sick. Sneak and Show ran it for the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when did the Legend Rule thing happen? Like, 2012? Because before that, you could just Emer- Emrakul pop an Emrakul. Yep. Was... Exactly. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> My spaghetti monster kiss you. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, was about to... I eat your spaghetti milkshake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know I'm a mud slut. And, like, that was such a good time for it. It's, like, I had such a good game against, like, elves, 
Rug Delver was probably like the worst one. Just I played one person who like kept playing into my chalices, and I was like, oh, you know, you can do that to grow your 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 goives. Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was hoping he just didn't see the line because sometimes people just won't cast into it. They're like, well, it's gonna get countered. It's like <laughs> I've had that against a burn player, and they have a um, what's the name? What's the one mana prowess Swiss spear? Taylor Swift spear? Taylor Spears. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift Spear. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift Spear um, is, and I'll have a chalice out, and they'll just be attacking me for one, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, I couldn't do anything." And they like drop their hand, and it's like a bunch of bolts. And I'm like, "Why don't you cast the bolts?" And they're like, "Well, it can counter." I'm like, "Yeah, but it makes your Swiss Spear huge and kills me." Yep. Like, got him. Sometimes you got to read the cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, minor in Japanese because I don't know how to read. No, oh, <laughs> there was a fun story about that actually, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> your Japanese debacle. Wait, what are you during, talking about? Uh, during the '90s MTG event, you didn't know what one of your cards did. Risk yeah, I just I said that. You must have. Did you Grandpa, like have we a stroke about while we like were yeah. I told the risk factor story, Jerry. Okay, boomer. <laughs> so, <laughs> yesterday and today are blending together. I'm trying I, to hit all the points we hit yesterday, yeah. and I can't. Well, I'm I, in a time I, when paradox. I, when I was when I was recounting that story tonight, you did have like this blank stare. I just assumed you were. <laughs> Just like checking your balances in Eve or something while I was telling that story. Yeah, probably. There was no reaction from Jerry during that story. Not even oh, the one where chuckle. I thought his camera froze? Well, I would say that again. I uh, like a few that. minutes ago, I was like, did his camera freeze again? Because you were just like staring into the abyss. 9,000. Sacrifice 9, creature. That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, man. Uh,. One thing I wanted to ask you actually about uh, BJ Don't. is you mentioned it earlier. Uh, your up close magic. You're you're meditating by practicing some card tricks. Yeah. Um. So God, this is almost so many stories in itself. I always have to give a shout out to Tim Willoughby, fellow guy who works coverage that just also happens to be really good at close up card magic. <laughs> but and also I miss doing that, like being in random towns with him and like. There's certain things we both know that if you have somebody else who knows it, you can basically pull off miracles. It's just like instant nerd bondage. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, you like this uh, really niche thing? Different. I bonding. like this really niche thing. Bo- nerd bonding or nerd bondage? Because you use the term <laughs> bondage. And I mean, Wait, like- is that that movie Ram My Bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, whatever you're into but uh yeah uh, just, just it'll fix it in post <laughs> okay i hope you leave him just leave it in no longer bondage. <laughs> but yeah so i've been working back on card magic i used to do it when i was a kid and i, I thought was it was awful. i ran into you in gp barcelona and he just came up to me he's like hey want to see a card trick and i'm like and i'm at a magic, magic turn i'm like oh are you gonna show me some combo and then you're like nope take your cards <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I really show you a card trick in Barcelona? Yeah, you did. <laughs> was it the Jack one? I forget. It was something about like moving cards around in a deck. It might have been that one. It's a pretty sick ch- trick. It's like one of the few ones I do on stream because like you can do it. Because yep. me being like, "Yeah, I'll pick a card." I got stopped doing Herbert <laughs> the pervert. <laughs> it's my defense mechanism when I get nervous around you guys. Yep. Yeah, so you guys, you guys are just like doing coverage, and like while other people are watching the match, you're just like chilling behind. You're like, hey, you want to let's learn this card trick together? <laughs> oh, you got to. There's, uh, I, we always break Corbin. That's the best part. Oh yeah, how so? Uh, I remember one time. So he went up in an elevator, and this guy, I guess, was trying to go down, but he came back down to the lobby, and like Tim and I did some card trick for him, and then like. I started picking up on what Tim was doing, so I was like, well, what if what if I did this? And Corbin's like, oh, that would totally fuck him up. Do that. And it's like, I'm setting him up. <laughs> and, like, we just broke Corbin, but he went in the elevator. Other guy comes back down, and he goes, what the fuck did you do to your friend? And we're like, why? <laughs> He's like, he was pissed as fuck that entire elevator ride, just being like, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you know you've done well on a trick when Corbin's pissed off. You're like, Because yeah. he just, he doesn't understand it? He's uh, just frustrated that he doesn't get it, or? Yeah, he's just a big old Oklahoma boy. <laughs> <laughs> Magic uh, is scary. <laughs> yeah, burn the witch, burn him. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I have to put myself on blast on this, because it really makes me actually do it, but, um, since I've been getting back into card magic, I'm actually a, putting together an act for an audition for Penn and Teller Fool Us. So 
We'll see oh. how that goes. Which I think is important because you're not just some casual hobbyist. Like you're actually really into card tricks, which is you mentioned hilarious when people try and cheat on stream, not realizing that two of the production guys are wildly adept at yeah. card tricks. <laughs> at like sleight of hand and stuff. Yeah, like sleight of hand and <laughs> So I think one of my like favorite So there's this like move you can do where like so we can go from the side here. But, like, say that's your opening hand, is what you can do is basically cock back and go forward. So from here, it's invisible. So I hand you the deck, you shuffle, and then when you come back, and it's basically, it comes back into the hand, and then it's shifted straight to the top. So this guy tried to pocket his opening hand, and, like, we saw him do it, and he puts the deck down, and I just pull his chair back, and I go, (laughs) no, 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 no. I didn't do anything. I was like, no, you didn't do anything well. <laughs> nice. That is awesome. But I was like, I think I thought it was like round two or something to where I was like, dude. Like, well, it's crazy. It's like it's gaming. not even that. It's not even that. Like someone right there in the moment is, but when you do it on stream in front of thousands of people watching, like what? someone is going to notice. Like I have seen so many cheaters get caught because they tried cheating on camera. Yeah, it's like the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. It baffles me every time. I was like, you yeah, have I... to know what you're doing. Like, Right. Well, it's either that or it's like people are just tapped in the head and they just think that, you know, they have to do it. <laughs> I must be victorious. Right. <laughs> so how many, how many like card trick cheaters have you caught uh, through seeing, seeing stuff like that? Oh, random ones. Uh, it's, it's less than you would think. I guarantee that. But th- there have been a few that I was like, that was... Okay, I didn't expect that at all. Uh oh, Jerry's Jerry. drowning. Jerry's Jerry drowning. Cast water elemental. <laughs> I'm fine. Are you? We know. Thanks. Are you good? But yeah, I mean, you guys, what weird hobbies you guys been doing? Playing games with the kids? Yeah, showing I mean, them I, the good, good. I, I I've I've had like no time for hobby like the playing the nineties MTG thing two rounds of magic is the most magic I've played since uh I mean in months like months and months so it was it's I've just been so busy lately uh it's been crazy what about you Jerry uh well I did the nineties MTG thing but I actually went to the LGS for the first time since quarantine oh yeah you in. did mention that you went to gaming etc how was I that. Went- Oh, it was awesome. I mean, it, obviously, it's not the same, but uh, I went to gaming, etc. I uh, wanted to see Michelle. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was cool. They they did some really great stuff. So uh, the weirdest thing is all the tables are gone. And uh, BJ, this is like a shop that could sit like 250 people easily. Okay. Yeah. When you said it yesterday, I was like, okay, that makes a lot more perspective. Yeah. Like they held like PTQs and stuff like that at the shop. Like they, I think, and also if they open up the back room, you know, I think they have seating for like over 500. Mm-hmm. So it was, store. it was very shocking to see all the tables gone, but obviously like you can't just, if you have tables, that's just going to encourage people to hang around. Yeah. And so, but, uh, they have all these like temporary shelves up and they put like all the games and everything up and it, it looks nice. Um, I went in though, and I realized I have not been keeping up with the magic product <laughs> line at all because I just go to the wall of booster packs and I'm just like, I feel like a like forty year old dad buying a gift for his nine year old son and having no idea what to get. <laughs> I literally just go to the Isn't employee. That what you were doing? <laughs> yeah, I just even go. I just go to, the, uh, to one of the the employees there. And like, uh, what's the best thing for me to get? <laughs> did you get jumpstart? Uh, no, I did not get jumpstart. I ended up getting a pack of uh, double masters which was disappointing a uh, pack of the, the mystery booster, okay, which was cool. But I thought I didn't realize just how many new frame cards are in that, those mystery boosters. I thought they were primarily older cards. So I was just a little disappointed by that. And then I got the uh, Zendikar expedition promo, fancy limited edition, you know, super awesome pack. I don't With know what RGB. they are. Right, which I have to admit, I will give Wizards credit. It did excite me, and when I opened that pack, that was definitely the most exciting pack to open. But then I looked up all the prices of the stuff, and I'm like, wow, all this stuff looks cool, but it's utterly worthless because it's in these like guaranteed packs. <laughs> <laughs> like I got it has a, f- a value of ten collectability. 
Right. Like I got like the foil alternate full art edition Nahiri, which is the new planeswalker. I'm like, oh, foil alternate edition new planeswalker of the hot new set. This has got to be worth some money. And I look it up and it's like three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if people um, don't buy a lot of them, that's the thing in a few years. It could go could up in worth. collectibilities. True, true. But um, unlike yeah, my null a- brooches. <laughs> so hey, I I randomly I've been cleaning up around my house and I've been randomly finding these spec targets that I have and just having instant regret. But then I realized I <laughs> Oh, they're gonna say like and they've all hit. <laughs> what was the one from no. Ravnica where it was like activated ability let you copy a spell again and and everyone's like, Oh, this is gonna go into sneak and show. I'm trying to remember uh, Arcane Artisan. Yeah. About, Arcane like, Artisan. Of those. Arcane Artisan lets you... Oh, no, Ar- I'm sorry. Arcane Artisan's the looter that lets you discard a creature and make a token of that creature. Oh, yeah, no, it's not that one. It's like you pay, like, six mana and do something. I don't know. It seems yeah. cool. Or Fold Into the uh, Aether. That was my other one. I have, like, a hundred quests for the Holy Relics. Sick. I don't know that one. <laughs> Jerry was expecting to spike the Pro Tour and then sell all of them. <laughs> no, honestly, I just got it as insurance, because weirder things have happened, and if that actually did, I would regret not specking on them beforehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the problem. I mean, I was featured on the uh, the feature match <laughs> of interesting decks. Actually, did you have anything Wait, to do that about Barcelona? that? Yeah. yeah, GP Barcelona. Because <laughs> you told me about your deck beforehand. <laughs> but no, I would never do that to you. Oh, man. Like the one time I put Sean on camera. He was like, I want a feature match. I was like, you better build the most expensive legacy deck you can. <laughs> so he just made, uh, what was it, Grixis Control. And just, <laughs> it was amazing. His riffle oh, shuffling of... Beta dual lands. <laughs> Not caring at all. Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite city to go to for the magic events? Um, well, home is where the heart is. So wherever I am. I Aww. mean, Barcelona was amazing, obviously, which I'm actually angry. Afterwards, I found out. I knew it was a big base city, but it's actually one of the uh, close-up card capitals of the world. So that's oh, why really? I was really excited to go again. Wham, wham, wham. Uh, that was a wild one. Vegas is cool. I don't know. Seattle. But Seattle Seattle was a good time. But the I best food? Seattle. Yeah. What's the best food? It's up there. It's Richmond. Really? The, so the barbecue? Weird. They got Peter fucking Chang's. It's P.F. Chang's, but not P.F. Chang's. Uh, Wong Gonzalez. <laughs> it's which it's is the restaurant food. all the franchises are, are based off of and cheap ripoffs of. I, I don't actually know, but. If you're ever there with BDM, he will want to go there and do fried pork belly. And oh, we'll, I love yeah. pork belly. Oh, it's yeah. so good. I, I, I'm going to get flamed for this. You guys aren't going to be able to use the uh, podcast because of this awful thing I'm about to say. Pork is gross. Bacon what? is awful. I said it. Oh, um, crazy. But their deep fried pork belly? I will fight you for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But I'm trying to think like... You guys have been places. What do you guys eat? eat? So, weirdly, Niagara Falls was a pretty shitty location all around, except it had this one Indian restaurant that was actually amazing. It was like an all-you-can-eat Indian buffet in Niagara Falls that was some of the best Indian food I've had in a very long time. I, I would Did you get Masaman ama- Curry? I would temper amazing. It was... I think the company made made the place more so than the food. I mean, the food was fine, but... Was it too spicy for you? No. No, I'm not mm-hmm. like a huge spice guy, but um, no, it wasn't. Mm, too I mean, spicy. It was, just, it was fine. I want five chili peppers next to my plates. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't want that smoke. You know who is really into spicy food is Ian. We went to a, a Thai food place after... Yeah, I know I know how... No, I have a quick story about Ian because I know how into spice uh, Ian is because he bought it from a man on the streets <laughs> of Seattle. What? There was, <laughs> there was this guy selling homemade hot sauce on the, on the street. At and the pier? Like, yeah, and he like assaulted us to buy his hot sauce. Like, the one, so we're, we're, they made it like a jelly with ghost peppers, something like that. Mix? No, M-I-C-K-F? it was like actual hot sauce. Yeah, actual hot there's sauce. a yeah. somebody down at the the pier called Mix mm. that does a bunch of hot sauces, and they're great. 
they are great. But we're like, oh, no, we're we're flying tomorrow. And he goes, so? He's like, well, we're going on a plane. He's like, just smuggle it on. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's it. like, it's like, all right, fine. Give me it. And he like bought some of the hot sauce. And he's like, wow, this is actually really good hot I sauce. I think Ian just respects. <laughs> honestly, he, because he's a libertarian, he just respects the hustle and supports it. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think we were in Barcelona and it was it wasn't like Mingucci, but it was one of those players that so it's whatever the um, charcuterie meat is. Mm-hmm. What is like that called? salami or? Well, no, where it's like literally just like the leg, and then the meat is like cured on oh, it. Nice. Oh, nice. But you've seen what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I can't remember who it was, but they bought a pillow that looked like that, and like <laughs> you can't take that meat bad back into the U.S. Like it is a <laughs> absolute like no no. And so he's in the airport with this pillow and like customs is like, no, 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 no. And like he grabs it. He's like, no. And they're like, no. And they grab it from him and then are immediately confused. And they're like, pillow? Yes, it's a pillow. But like, I don't know where you found. Somebody's got to tell me it's not like a charcuterie leg, but it's like what prosciutto or something comes from. Yeah, it's that because Barcelona's famous for its ham. And I was so upset because I brought back like $50 in cured ham because they sold it at the airport, like <laughs> like duty-free store. I'm like, oh, this is great. Duty-free. It must you be fine. duty-free after eating all that. I, I bought I bought all this cured like uh, Barcelona ham to bring back from the GP. And then I land in the U.S. and they immediately confiscate it. Really? Like those, yeah. Like Did I bought it in duty-free. I bought it in duty-free and they're like, it doesn't matter. And it's like, why do they sell it? It's like, ask Barcelona. It's their government, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> like, those sons of bitches just selling all this stuff to tourists. <laughs> they suck. don't get. Yeah. Dude, and I, I'm sure if I complain to Barcelona, they would say, talk to your government. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did I tell you the worst thing customs did to me? What? So coming back from uh, Mythic Championship London, you know, they basically got War of the Spark a week early. Mm-hmm. And I got a box. Of course, when I got back to the U.S., they confiscated my bag for five days. And then when I did finally get it, they ripped open every single booster pack. No way. Every single one. That's like, where the leaks uh, came from. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no, not I'm how sure, that works. I'm sure they were, they're looking for drugs because I'm sure that's actually probably a really common way people smuggle drugs in is like in prepackaged goods. So like I that. am. They couldn't I'm get marked, a dog to sniff them? Like whenever I fly, they think I have something. And like it's come to a point where like they have to be to fair. Have you do you do look like uh, the character in Narcos who does the drug runs. For oh, I was gonna, Cuba, I was gonna say, the guy, I was gonna say the, the Johnny Depp character in Blow, but he actually, <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> uh, but last time they came through, I was like, so what's up? Like, do you guys think I? Are you looking for something? They're like, I we've had a dog hit on your bag before, and so that means every time you come through, we're gonna check you. And I was like. Okay. And I think coming back from Brussels, I had a ridiculous amount of equipment with, with me. And, like, they're, like, slowly going through everything. I was like, oh, my God, why? And then he finds my Rubik's Cube, and, like, he's like, oh, you know how to do this? And I was like, I guess. I mean, this is kind of an awkward time to ask <laughs> if I could do it. But, like, he's going through my bag, and I'm like, is there anything in there? Like, I... It's like when you get pulled over it's, by it's the like, cops. You don't have to do anything wrong. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, did I do something bad? I, I, I just thought it's like a quest. It's like, in order to board the shiny bird, you must first solve this puzzle. <laughs> the thing is, he's like going through my shit and like kind of being a hard ass. And I like finish it. And he looks at me and he goes, you're good. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, are you just fucking with me? Like every time they just mess with me, the guy's like, you um, you want to know what that big uh dense block is in your bag, is it? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like they try to mess with you. I was like, I didn't bring any charcuterie meat. I'll share. Or a pillow that resembles charcuterie meat. God, who love, was that? Uh, I love TSA coming back from uh, Louisville. Because they don't Louisville. care. Yeah, they don't care at all. But also because Louisville is such a tiny airport. Like ninety percent of the flyers that day were magic players. <laughs> yeah. so, so like they open up the bag and they take out the deck and I'm just like, 
And like I'm prepared to do like the same song and dance, like, oh, please be careful. And they're like, what is it? It's a game. Oh, Pokemon. I'm like, no, it's not Pokemon. It's this game called Magic. Do you really care? Just is it fine? <laughs> but they're like, <laughs> they're just like, oh, I got another one. Oh, what's this deck do? <laughs> That's kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> you got the Jigglypuff metalworkers? <laughs> <gasps> I need Jigglypuff metalworkers. That would tilt people so much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're a metal worker player, huh? Uh, absolutely. Specifically, Hydra Ball. Hydra Ball. Yes. Yeah. I I wanted to ask about Hydra Ball. Of course you did. I feel I feel that's that's what you're uh, also famous for in the community is this epic uh, Hydra Ball. Even though concoction. it's not my deck. <laughs> Even though it's not your deck, it but... is a Sean O'Brien creation without a doubt. But I uh, I've put too much time into it because as I explained before, you ready for the sob story? I'm ready. I had no friends growing up who played Magic, so I just built solitaire decks and designed things to go off turn one. <laughs> I built solitaire decks to play with myself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, fluctuator.deck. Uh, again, it's Mike Long who did Mind's Desire. Yep. Back in the day when you could use Demonic Consultation to exile the cards and mm. then go wish for them. Right. Oh. <laughs> you ever done that? Oh. Uh, I mean, I remember way back in the day casting Burning Wish at my LGS and then going to their binder of singles and buying a card <laughs> and then using that as my Burning That's Wish. A fucking power move. <laughs> that was like it was like the F and M at the comic stop in Watertown, and it was just like <laughs> just, just go get cheaty face, like just go for it. The owner's like, yeah, I'm going to stop you from just buying stuff to use in games. Like, that's probably every shop owner's dream. It's like, if <laughs> players could come over to your case and buy a card to then play in their match, you would sell so many cards. <laughs> so sick. Anyway, back to Hydra Ball. Hydra. Um, so, yeah, basically, Cheerios-like deck. You play a bunch of kobolds and ornithopters and Paul Walkers and shield spheres and stuff like that and basically use glimpse of nature crop rotation guys cradles and play a big old juicy miscutter hydra <laughs> hence the hydra ball and then you know for excess you also play the crater of behemoth and a lot of times i've tacked for like 120 trample dermage <laughs> not even damage but dermage dermage oh, the text um... ridiculous yeah, because, I mean, you, it reminds me of uh, Kobolds, the, uh, like, just play a bunch of stuff with Glimpse of Nature to draw the deck. It was that and... with Miri, not Miri's Wake. What did somebody do? Because, like, you got them countered and then drew It was, card. uh, right. Miari's <sighs> Wake? No, Miari's Wake doubles your mana and gives your creatures plus one, plus one. I don't know, there's some weird shenanigans that people did. It, it was these weird decks we had before Storm existed and was just hyper-efficient. So, but you always like the puzzle decks, right? Like Storm and Belcher and Oops All Spells. Yeah, all those are super fun. Talking about Doomsday Piles. And there was something new in Doomsday that I cannot remember what it is. What, Thassa's Oracle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you get me to snort. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Thassa Oracle combo. Yeah, have you guys done anything with that? You look like Doomsday players. We we played Doomsday once on stream. It did not go well. <laughs> we ended up just siding in our monastery mentors and being a aggro deck. <laughs> yeah, it did not go well. Um, I have dabbled with uh with some Thassa's Oracle. I do enjoy that card. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I actually played a ton of it with uh the Vintage Cube. It's a super fun card to draft in Vintage Cube. Yeah, what were you doing with that? Well, you run it like a storm deck, but remember with a cube deck, it's a limited deck, so you only have 40 cards. So if you just like fill your deck with like Wheel of Fortune type effects, <laughs> you can actually just draw your deck out naturally and then play Thassa's Oracle for the win. Yeah, I've never played one of those. I probably should. Um, I'm also a big fan of uh, Brain Freezing Yourself. So you just get a bunch of storm, Brain Freeze Yourself, and then Thassa's Oracle. Classic. Yeah, because you need to play, after drawing your hand, like... A storm count of 10 is probably overkill at that point. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd yeah, be fun. In. Yeah, I remember playing somebody when High Tide was big that actually played main deck capsize, and I was like, ha! You suck. Yo, that was, that was them good old days. <laughs> Capsize.deck, where your entire plan was getting enough mana to have capsize buyback and just miserly 
ruining your opponent's night, just bouncing their permanence. Oh, what's the one. other one? Like, I don't remember the advantage reset high tide where you did it like on the end of their turn or something. Something like that. I can't. I can barely keep up with modern day mechanics. Don't don't confuse me by by this throwing like all this old stuff in there. <laughs> that long ago, ages ago. Listen, we're on we're on twenty twenty time dilation right now. Let me just get that straight. It's actually been one hundred and fifty years since the start of twenty twenty. <laughs> Maybe I did watch that felt, movie. It's felt like a long time. <laughs> we're actually we're slowly circling a black hole. Time is stretching out. That's why 2020 feels so long. <laughs> uh, I was wondering why my pores were looking so big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, what was it? Interstellar. Yeah. That was an epic movie. That reminds me of magic cards. So I stay on topic. Because <laughs> <laughs> the clock remind me of Clockwork Beast. Oh my god! What's what's y'all's favorite block? Mm. Oh, Saga Block and Mirrodin? I agree. <laughs> I had to go with Onslaught right before Mirrodin. Going into Mirrodin was pretty awesome, but uh, I just think Onslaught Block's Tribal Wars like really captured the essence of, you know, the allure of magic. True. Like, all the war like, chiefs were in that? Yeah, all the war yeah. chiefs, all the uh, the avatars. Crossing Driver. Yep. Elvish you know, Aberration. You you got just like sweet uh Titanic sweet Fox. settings. <laughs> you can tell what deck I made, right? I don't I don't what deck is that? It was like the the elves deck where you played like Overon, Titanic Bullvox, uh Elvish Aberration, I just set all the cards, the whatever the uh Crocian Driver. But you basically just got all these giant fatties out by like turn three and four and then played like a Forgotten Ancient. It's a terrible deck. Good stuff. Good stuff. I've tried uh, to bond forgot- with you over Onslaught Block over here. I mean, I appreciate it. Forgotten Ancient was uh, the card created by players. I remember it was like a write-in. Like every week they had a different aspect of the card and they had people vote on what they thought would it should be. And that's how Forgotten Ancient got built. Like through Scry or Duelist? No, through the Wizards website. Okay. Um, so spirit monger, this was like a thing. I wish, I wish wizards brought this back because so most people were the last one they made was waste not right. Yeah. Waste not was the last, but like, so people remember like the invitational cards, like all the, uh, player, like, uh, shadow mage infiltrator and meddling mage. Um, but another one is wizards had a bunch of like, uh, player made cards that were like community source, like crucible of worlds Mm -hmm. was community made. Really? Forgot, forgotten ancients was cute community made. Uh, spirit monger was community made where it was, I think like two brothers submitted the spirit monger card idea to like a scry, a duelist contest or something like that. That's some flavor. And that's how spirit monger got, got created. But like forgotten ancient and, uh, crucible of worlds was like, I remember every week, Wizards had a new poll, and they had submissions where you could submit uh, ability ideas, and the community made the card. Like, I wish Wizards would bring that stuff back. Like, that would be some sweet community engagement right now. Yeah. What would you make? Obviously, an artifact is where we're starting. Okay. I feel you're a little bit uh, biased here. (laughs) Correct. It's cool. You you come from up north. Your enunciation's different, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. All yeah, right, so we're we're, we're building we're building an artifact. Does it have to be uh, an artifact? No, I I kind of want to. Uh, restrictions breed creativity. Uh, what? It you, like, can't make mana. Camus be- all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it can't make mana because I feel that's just like trite and boring. Like if you make a mana rock, you're just you're you know reach for the stars. Come on now. Can we just make a, a null brooch that just costs two less? No, that's boring. Oh Come on, God, we can we card. can make any card we want, and you're hmm. gonna limit yourself. Hmm. Any any artifact? Do we get to have multiple abilities? Well, abilities. Sure. As Poly long as or mono uh, artifact. As long as it's uh, <laughs> appropriately cat cost. Where are we starting with the casting cost? Uh, I feel it's easier to start with the abilities and then work to the casting cost. Oh my god, you're putting me on the spot here. Hmm. Is it a creature? Up to you. You want it to be a creature? Uh, I feel in creatures get away with more abilities these days, so let's make it a creature. God, there's certain things. All right, we're making Phyrexian Dreadnought that flies. Uh, yeah, I'm down with that, name. actually. <laughs> you know how I said we don't want to just make a different card? I'm going to take that back if we can get just a second Phyrexian Dreadnought. If I could run eight Phyrexian Dreadnoughts, I would never unsleeve my stifles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just never. 
God, that car was so good. What is it? Torpid Orb? Yeah, and then orb. Stifle? Yep. Oh. Eight Dreadnoughts? Tasty. I'm down with this. I'm down with this. Well, or if we can make a card that made Phyrexian... Oh my god, what was it? It's the one from Saga Block where you paid life and then you made avatars based off of how much life. Phyrexian Nut Generator? Incubator? I forget. You know what I'm talking about, though. I know what you're talking about. I forget what it is, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would make. All, all the great artifacts have been made. Metalworker, Staff of Domination, Smokestacks. <laughs> They've all been made. <laughs> what, else do, what else do you need? An artifact that protects all your artifacts. Because, what is it, Leolin Arbiter? Costs too much, and then you have to play white. Man, it makes you kind of respect uh, the card designer's job. Yeah, I'm immediately it, like, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> like, when you have 25 years of cards, or actually, no, we're getting closer to 30 years at this point, right? Uh, when you have this many cards, it is hard to come up with fresh ideas. Yeah, how's Gavin do it? He's a genius, man. True. Uh, I actually did. Uh, I messaged Gavin about uh, the Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, do you want to get up on your soapbox about that? Because I, I, I get. I, I think you and I kind of see eye to eye on this one. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of grinds my gears. I mean, I, by the time this episode comes out, this is going to be old news, and people, are, I'm sure, are sick of hearing G- of it. Jerry, I think, I think, this is a legacy podcast. All we deal with is old news. I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> we are the paper boomers. Yeah. And there's been there's been no yeah we're 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 boomers, and there's been no paper magic like for fucking six months now. So going on seven months. So there's nothing else to talk about, man. Let's talk about. Well, the past. What about that new one though? The three drop Demir one. Oh, the the uh, draws cards. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, nobody's one. gonna play these cards, and then that one, you're like, yeah. So uh-oh. yesterday, everyone was pissed because uh, the spirit of the thing. I I don't feel like we don't even have to rehash it, but you know, just the spirit of it is just terrible. And then everyone's like, well, at least none of these are playable. And then today they and spoiled Glenn. They spoiled Glenn, which is like, ah, uh, this is is that playable though? Like people, are like, oh, I this don't is think playable. I'm like. Is it? I don't think it, I don't think it is, but it's it's too close for comfort. It, <laughs> like no, it's like it's three well, mana for a one three that draws a card when it connects. I invented yeah, my artifact. Give target creature shadow and yeah, put it uh, on that. That'd be pretty good. I mean, it has an it has an evasion ability. It draws cards and it's blue and white. Like that's that's a dangerous mix of abilities. Oh, it's blue white. I thought it was Demir. No, it's blue white. Shadow Mage Infiltrator. What you're thinking of is what it's based on, and that's Demir. Interesting. Why it's not playable. It's a one three. It's no, I'm not I'm not saying it's playable. Well, I've it's seen other still, I've seen other takes saying that it's playable in legacy, and I, I don't think it's playable. I, I I don't think it's playable, it's just too close for comfort. Like Negan is obviously not playable in legacy. Like if they are gonna do this bullshit, I want them to be like nineteen mana caught like completely unreasonable like not even nick fit will touch it stop <laughs> that's like, a high bar that's a high that, bar yeah, like that's the bar i want it like i never want to see these in a competitive legacy event ever hmm. like i wish i wish they were completely banned i wish wizards would come out and say that it's completely banned because we had the transformers set we had the my little pony set and that was fine because they were silver bordered and we wouldn't see them in tournaments mm-hmm. The fact that these are are legacy and vintage legal is insulting. Look, I know the commander community is pretty upset about them too. They don't want them. They want yeah. them banned outright, like straight up. Just, and I, I don't have anything to say about that because I don't play commander. But yeah, man, it's just I don't know. Watsy selling like these these packs uh, on their own like this. It seems not great, especially when licensing and stuff like that runs out. And Morrow's on record now saying that they will just. If they become that popular, they would just print a mechanically identical card without. So then you can have. So then you can have two copies of that card in your deck, like, and if you can, if you can afford the first, right? One. I don't know. It's yeah, but so so let's explain that because I think that's a fair point to make is that this effectively creates a new reserve list. Yeah. So you know how you know how we were asking for them to repeal the reserve list. Now they're making a reserve list that actually is legally protected <laughs> because it's based <laughs> it's based on property rights, and that actually will hold yeah, up in court. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wild. I mean, because I don't think well, any of the like, cards it, are that good, but it just it also like you, one thing you said. You're gonna go buy them all, aren't you? 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like I feel like I have to because if you don't buy them, you can miss out. And I'm just I'm <laughs> rip shit at that. Jerry is the epitome of FOMO right now. So my thing with it is that like, but no, it's you like you make fun of me, but it's like it's because this is socially engineered to be this. Like this is why. Like it's super loot boxy. Yes. It feels like a video game loot box trap. Totally. Where it's like they feed off of uh, FOMO. They have all this like glitz, and they want you to buy in. And then in reality, they're just shoveling you more it, crap that you don't actually isn't want. Isn't it also weird too that it's The Walking Dead? It's like a property that's not even. Yeah. <laughs> you said that. Now you said that yesterday, Jerry, and I actually was thinking about that today, and I'm like, man, he really is right. Like The Walking Dead is not like a relevant. It was a game changer, fucking ten years ago, but. It's not anymore. It was kind of strange. So is Furby. It was like seven years. It's not It's not quite. I think it's like nine years old. And I think it was relevant for like the first two seasons and then quickly fell off from there. Don't get me wrong. I watched all the up, uh, all the Walking Dead seasons. Like I am up to date on Walking Dead and I'll watch the new season when it comes out. I still don't want Walking Dead in my magic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like I... I, I like it, the day someone resolves a Negan against me is the day I sell my collection. <laughs> what, I, what IP would you do? Because the like, D&D crossover, I think that's actually pretty cool. Well, because it makes sense because yeah. D&D and Magic is both this, not only the same company, but just based on the same concepts. Like Richard Garfield ba- uh, made Magic to be played in between rounds of D&D. Uh, we refer to him as the creator. Yeah, the creator. Yes, yeah. God damn it, Jerry. The, the, Sorry, sorry. My apologies. Uh, you better space, we had you better go through your rosary science. ten times, Jerry. I will. <laughs> what was that? What was that? BJ? Weird science, like the weird science. the movie crossover into magic. No, I would not want a weird science crossover <laughs> into magic. <laughs> Bill and Ted. I mean, we're getting closer, but still no, <laughs> still no. <laughs> this is how I rope him in. Getting Jurassic warmer, Park. getting warmer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. We are no, no, no. Okay, so actually, I'm glad you brought up Jurassic Park because someone mentioned this on the Facebook, and it's just like, well, we already do dinosaurs. What's the difference? And I'm like, the difference is there's a difference between having like Cretaceousaurus Rex, three-headed dinosaur on Ixalan, and the official Jurassic Park T-Rex with jaw-snapping action as seen in the movies Planeswalker card. Yeah, but you can have a Jeff Goldblum laying on his side, shirt slightly open, so, avatar of woe. So basically just Oko is what you're saying, because that's what Oko is right now. Oh, true. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I am totally cool with people playing that like, card, then. Like, I, like, I want you to, like, I, I like that, I like those properties. I, I like them separately. It's just like, hey, do you like steak? Yes. Do you, do you like ice cream? Yes. Steak do you want ice cream just, is amazing. You, <laughs> you can make wasabi-flavored ice cream. And have a nice like uh, oh yeah we're making this right now a baked Alaska steak. With I don't want beans. I don't want steak in my ice cream. I don't want steak in my ice cream. That's, that's fine. That's you the can point do I'm going to make. And if you like steak in your ice cream, that's fine. But just you know, do it over there, not in my. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't bring your steak and ice cream and plop it down and ask me to cut your deck. <laughs> I won't smell those burps. Uh, so Jurassic Park weird science. Sweet, we're in. We already have dinosaurs. Like I'm like, yeah, dra- like that's how it should be done. And oh, guess what? We already have zombies. So if they wanted to make like a magic card that was a nod in Negan's uh, direction, fine. That's that's cool. But like, just actually putting an outright other property in magic, I feel like we're slapping ads on our cards, like we're NASCAR drivers. I mean, it's in your head. With the yeah, I think I'm thinking. I'm thinking about Walking Dead right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was making a Cranberries reference because oh, zombies. True, yeah. It's in my head. In your head. In my head. And in my head. head. Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> that takes me back to the freshman year college quad. <laughs> Man, that's a good song. It's, it's a good song. song. Uh, I this otherwise. I lie. That's my soapbox. I don't, I don't, it just, there's so many things wrong with this thing. It's just, I don't even know where to start. Here's your next soapbox. You're in the finals of a pro tour edition mythic championship (laughs) gather competition gathering of the juggalos. Yes. What song's playing in your head? Uh, Well, now it's going to be. You know, zombie by the cranberries because oh. it's actually the only song that actually exists for me right so now. So, are you asking for like your pump up song? Yes. When you're playing magic. Oh, 
<laughs> You've got to have one. Hmm. Andrea, what is it? Andrea uh, Brocelli is time to say goodbye. I have to go with uh, Chief Don't Run by Jadena. That's that's my uh, my pump up. Song. I don't know anything you just said it. there. What? Chief <laughs> Don't so Run. Editor puts it in in the clip and you start singing along. <laughs> uh, Chief Don't Run by Jadena. Look it up. It's uh it's a great pump up song. Is it? I feel like you're it trolling is. me, Jerry. No, it actually is. Put me to sleep. No, yeah. All right, you can fall asleep to it. It'll rock you to bike. Okay. Little baby, little baby. If I had a pump up song, uh. It'd probably be something off of Kill 'Em All, I think. Or For Whom the Bell Tolls is one of my is is a good pump up song too. Rip, who was their bassist? Cliff Cliff Burton. And it was just the anniversary, wasn't it, the uh, other day? Yes, maybe. Dude, I could be wrong. Dude was legendary. He was a uh, he was an amazing bassist, yeah. Amazing bassist. Um yeah, so What if they made Cliff Burton secretly? <laughs> And the podcast is now derailed. Yep, and we're done. And we're done. <laughs> Delete your recordings, <laughs> boys. We'll try it again anyway, tomorrow. So night. we're on Kill 'Em All. <laughs> yeah. So the- Wait, we were supposed to be recording. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? I, my first MMA fight, I came out to the Four Horsemen, and I think maybe that would be maybe that's maybe that's the one. Maybe that's the one. That's oh, like wait a name drop. Yeah. Boston, something clever that rhymes. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to come up with your name. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. I went by Big Sexy. That's what everyone called me. <laughs> I love it. Not a joke. <laughs> Not a joke. Only, only his mom. Only his mom. No, 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 no. no. I, it's because I wore um, my fight shorts were called were Valet Tudo shorts. They're like the old school fight shorts. So they're basically like super snug. Like imagine like a pair of boxer briefs, but a little shorter. That's what they were. They like came like uh like six or eight inches above my knee. They were they were awesome. <laughs> Speaking Not of pants, breaks, all right. Now out. I'm I'm gonna sell you on the crossover secret uh, secret layer crossover series. So you take a lightning greaves. Okay. That are jinkos. <laughs> Would they have to be like airwalks? I guess greaves <laughs> aren't really pants, right? Greaves are like greaves are like like shin guards, right? So like Nike lightning greaves. <laughs> I would wear those. All right, I would get those for my kids' soccer games. I think. Be like, guys, trust me, they make you so much faster. <laughs> I'm not talking about like Nike actual lightning greaves cleats. I'm talking about a card that's lightning greaves, but it's like Nike cleats. <laughs> um, I think that someone needs to make lightning greaves branded soccer merchandise because who wouldn't want that? I w- I would do it. Shin guards that have like little spikes on them. Yeah, I don't. I think that might be against the rules, Pat. <laughs> No, you're hexproof from the rules. Yeah, only if you get caught. Oh, wow. That's true. You can't be targeted by the rules. Bill Belichick taught me that if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And those are words (laughs) that I live my life by. Great lessons. (laughs) So that's why you wanted to learn all those shuffles from me. That's right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I got all all my tips from BJ this weekend. Do not. No. No, <laughs> don't do this, me. Pat, Pat, come on! It's it's Das Beach. Oh, Das Beach. Oh, so Beach. one story I told last night that I maybe we can wrap up with this one because I thought I think it's pretty funny. So the first time I met BJ, this is like years ago at GP Providence, probably like right around the time I started with the podcast, maybe like 2016, 2017. 2016. Okay, so I'm down with uh, I'm down with uh, down in GP Providence, and uh, Jerry's like, oh hey, this guy, uh, he, he contacted me on the Facebook page or whatever. Uh, he he said he said he's gonna be there. Why don't you stop by and say hi or whatever? I'm like, all right, cool. What's his name? And and Jerry's like, oh, he goes by Das Beige on on Facebook. And I'm like, all right, so he's a German like uh like. Now, so you're like, that's his name? I'm like, yeah. And I said, yeah, I think yeah, he's German. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, I think he's German. I was like, all right, so he's a German expat. He's here. Das ist and so I, I go up to him like, oh, hey, dude, and like you you recognize me. So I'm like, hey, dude, what's going on? We're talking, talking, talking. And like a while later. I'm like, so, so your name is Das Das Beach, and you just give me this look, like, 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 like you, like this, this long term troll has just like you just cashed in on this long term troll. You're like, no, it's not my name, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm an idiot. See you later. Long con was worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, of course it's not Das Beach, you fucking moron. But it could be. <laughs> it could. It could be. Uh, but I just, I yeah, I'll. That, that was like. One of the more, uh, yeah, like like foot and mouth scenarios I've had in the last, I don't know, ten years or so. 
Uh, Welcome to my life. It's every day. (laughs) It made me laugh quite a bit. Did you say something dumb, BJ? Check. (laughs) Yes. That's all I want to do in my life. I do it. I I say something dumb on at least a weekly basis because we record this podcast every week. Well, life is about humility, so it's important. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm not. Stuff. I'm not one. I'm not above putting uh, putting my foot in my mouth. On Are you above putting a, a sock over your microphone like me because I couldn't find a pop filter? I mean, that's dedicate. You know, I, I'm hoping it's a clean sock, but who knows? No, it, it's dedication if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he actually took it off his foot and put it on his microphone. <laughs> yeah, I gave you my PayPal for that, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, foot picks are important on, on Leaving Legacy. We request all our guests set his foot picks <laughs> to put on our only fans. <laughs> all right, new Lightning Greaves crossover idea. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. Is this is where we get to talk about that, uh, that lounge from earlier. <laughs> the Clement Lounge. I love it. <laughs> that always has to sneak it into the podcast. <laughs> it makes it? it in the end. Um, Shout out to the Claremont Lounge. <laughs> uh, Jerry, let's uh, let's get into uh, some scoops into top eight. We'll wrap it up here. Scoops? Yeah, Jer- oh, Jerry, that was that sounded terrible. Uh, uh, all right, all right. Scoops? Oh, there you go. It sounded like you were just scoops? like eating your microphone when you said uh Jerry, who are we going to scoop into top eight this week? Scoops into top eight. Uh, I'm gonna go. Even though uh, we kind of we kind of trashed them, the '90s MTG New York boys. It was good playing against them this week. I had a blast. Definitely uh, want to get on that again. Play some either pre-modern or uh, uh, legacy. You know, we have to give them a, a chance to reclaim the title, Pat. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have me on again for legacy. Invite me on. I will 100% play. I, I had a blast. It's a great excuse for me to play play Paper Magic again. So. I love it. Hell yeah. How about you, BJ? Anyone anyone you want to scoop in a top eight this week? Well, I better have two scoops. Two scoops? Two scoops. Because it's for both of you. (laughs) I mean, you guys are awesome. Like, I mean, did you guys start 2013 or 2016? Uh, 2014. So around there when uh, we were doing the uh, the Tusk Vision stuff and, you know, you guys carried on and you kept it going. You kept that community of legacy alive and uh, it... I think it's fucking awesome and I'm 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 thankful for you guys. Oh, well, thanks, thanks man. man. We appreciate Even it. Even though I'm gonna do steak ice cream. <laughs> get your just, you could have your steak ice cream and your silver border over there. Keep it out of the main dining room. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm eating on your front I'm, door store. I'm kind of starting on to this steak ice cream thing, man. I, I, I like right, my sweet we, and savory we had, together. We need to change the narrative. This this analogy <laughs> is not working out. I mean, imagine the wasabi flavored ice cream Ooh. on the steak. Yeah, what about dude? like a garlic butter flavored ice cream? I'm in. Right. Whatever makes Jerry make that face for 10 more minutes (laughs) (laughs) um uh let's see i'm gonna scoop in i'm gonna scoop in 90s mtg obviously it was a great time having the having uh oh sorry great time being on their show and i'm gonna scoop you and bj for coming on again and like being being nice enough to come and re-record with us after we spent an hour and a half last night chatting so you still don't know if I hit record or not. <laughs> well, if you hadn't, then this, this then there's just no episode this week. I can't <laughs> do this a third time. This is the long con. Got him twice. Um, <laughs> Tusk up. <laughs> the, uh, I will say the Team Tusk shirts were, I think, the best. Some of the best Magic-centric uh, shirts that I've seen produced. Those are very phenomenal. I'm a big fan of those. Like more corn and queso lord? What, I haven't seen those. I've seen the Arabian. There was an Arabian Nights group that had a an Ara- like an Arabian Nights like team shirt that was pretty dope. Um, but that was I, no, I, I saw that, see that a while ago, a while back. Um, and then I don't know if I have any other scoops. Uh, just uh, just each other, man. Keep keep. Uh, How did we awkwardly end it yesterday? Something funny. Oh, happened. we did. I know, but like it's whole. It's so hard to. It's so hard to bring that back. I wish I could remember I what it was. I guess. I still have my recording. I guess we could always splice it in, but we'll be missing a third of the group. That's not, that doesn't work. That does. You can just voice over me. <laughs> I'll have one voice, and then I'll do the I'll do the second Mark voice. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you sound like you're dumb. That's How'd you I guys get like. Polly Shore to do the <laughs> slash? Hey, did you know? Why th- is he talking about the polylactic non-glycolic <laughs> nanoparticles again? <laughs> See, nobody takes that any of that seriously when you say it like that. 
It's true. Uh, it's all about the presentation. It's all about how it's mm-hmm. like how, how you say something is nearly as important, if not more important, than what you're actually saying. Ooh, delocalized pie bonding. Pie bonding. That's how you make science sexy. Pie bonding. I'm, I'm into pie bonding. And then bonding. you just end right there. Is that like apple and, <laughs> and, and like banana cream together? Is that pie bonding? Jerry, no. do you know anything about this sorcery? No. No, that's, okay. black, that's so black magic. When you have a single bond between two atoms, it is a sigma bond. Once you add a second, it becomes a pi bond. Interesting. And then the third would be a secondary pi bond. Interesting. So it's like... So in ozone, you have a sigma pi pi bond so, between the oxygen. So it's a single, a double, and then double again. They don't have... No. It's not tri-bond? No, it's a triple bond. Sigma pi pi. Lame. Sigma pi Lame. pi. <laughs> so yeah, I, I try to make it sexy with the delocalized de- pi bonding, and you guys just kept going. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> It's like counting in. <laughs> it's 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 that's the rule of improv is you just yes and that's all. Yep, exactly. No, no. no you can't say no. That's the opposite of improv. Say yes. 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 Say yes. Be a yes no. man, BJ. If, what? If Be a ever, yes man. If you ever see someone no. with say yes tattooed on their forearm, there is a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that that person did. College, you did it. College improv. No, I've just seen the. <laughs> The like say yes tattoo more times than I care to count. <laughs> really? What about the no regrets? No regrets. <laughs> say say yes is just slightly above no regrets. I'm gonna feel really no bad because there's a, probably a high chance that one of our listeners has that tattoo. <laughs> I feel like improv, ironically or unironically, improv is Both. a sweet is a sweet gig, man. I love improv. Improv's fun. It is. I would do it. Would you? No. Yeah. Could you? I said no. I said no. I can't. I couldn't. Could you love that me? Kind of attitude. No. But... Have you ever drank Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> uh, the first time I saw that that video, I was very unnerved by it. I didn't know what I was watching. It was like the early days of the internet. And I'm like, what am I looking at here? Like, Yo, this the... this shouldn't be on the internet. The early days of the internet was a weird fucking place. Like Salad Fingers? Have you ever watched Salad Fingers? That yeah. guy was fucking weird. Char- My spoon is too big. <laughs> Uh, like, we're gonna end the stream now. Let's talk about early two thousands. Char- Charlie, Charlie the unicorn. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was that wasn't as bad. That was more like on the weird side. I showed my niece like a bunch. Like she was watching YouTube. I'm like, oh, I used to watch YouTube when I was a kid because I'm a boomer, and that's that's what boomers say. And uh, she's like, oh, well, show me some of the videos you used to watch. So I like I showed her a bunch <laughs> of these videos. <laughs> I showed, I showed her Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> yeah, tra- yeah. Uh, I like I like turtles. <laughs> yeah, I like turtles, kid. Yeah, I like turtles. Uh, but yeah, she was like, you were into some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Get dunked on, Jerry. Get dunked on. Awesome. Mm. All right. Well, um, let's wrap this up. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out. Uh, you can find uh, BJ uh, at the Biscuit Jesus on Twitter. Oh, I don't want them finding me. This was embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's it's at Disco Biscuit. Make at sure Disco- you <laughs> search and follow at Disco Biscuit. Disco Biscuit, Biscuit is band. definitely like a hardcore porn. <laughs> that's like no, <laughs> no, no. That's Ram My Bit. Oh, and Ram then the the Waffle House one, scattered, covered, and smothered. Oh boy. Well then, that's getting edited out. <laughs> Um, and as always, shout out to, uh, to uh, Justin, our audio tech sound engineer. Uh, Jerry, did you have a fun fact about about uh, Justin this week? Yeah, he actually recently got his uh, pilot's license. Oh, congrats, uh, Justin! Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. He uh, he's fighting the wildfires. It's it's really surprising that he. Uh, you know, they let him just fly just face first into uh, just an inferno to drop uh, water off. Just got his license. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you just fill your vehicle full of water and then go crashing into it, at the very least, you're putting out some amount of fire, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think they even asked. I think he just decided to do it out of the goodness of his heart. That's cool. Yeah. Just give him back. Give him back. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Good guy, Justin. Well, we got no magic on this week, but that's OK. We like it anyway. <laughs> There's no magic going on in the world, so fuck it. All right, guys. Hope you all have a great week. We'll catch you next one. Bye.